Hi, my name is Max Elmgren, and welcome to the Reflection Podcast, where we cover memories of the past that everyone has experienced. Today, we will be going over the COVID-19 pandemic with Deb Elmgren. Deb is a very social person who loves to get outdoors and spend time with her family and friends. Deb, thanks for coming on the show, and why don't you quickly introduce yourself? Max, thanks so much for having me today. I'm happy to be here. Uh, As you mentioned, my name is Deb Elmgren. I'm 49 years old, and I'm a mom of two boys. They're not just two busy boys, but they're two active boys. They love sports, and we're a really active family. We love to get outdoors. Uh, We love to spend time with friends. We are always on the go, I like to say. Um, And as a family, you know, we really enjoy things like travel and biking and skiing, hiking and camping. We get out and do day trips to explore new places that we've never seen. Um, And in our family in general, I'd say, you know, we live by the the mantra, work hard, play hard. We're always looking for ways to have new fun. We're always trying to find new ways to be adventurous and create new memories. So that's uh, just something we do as a family. Looking back to a year ago in March, what do you remember about COVID and what the media had to say? How have things changed since last March? Yeah, Max, it's hard to believe we've been uh, in the state for a little over a year now. But, um, you know, I can remember very specifically when the first school in Portland shut down. And I thought, boy, that sure seems extreme. But sure enough, within a week or two, uh, you know, our school shut down as well. And that was a widespread decision that schools made. Um, And that felt really scary, although I thought it might be two weeks. It's obviously, uh, you know, we're, we're still not back to a normal school schedule for the kids. We've had to change the way we do everything, limiting trips to the grocery, you know, planning ahead for things like errands and uh, uh, ways to challenge our boredom. Um, and as you know, we watch the news more and more and watch the numbers continue to climb and, and we've really seen the impact of COVID on so many different places in our nation. It just seems you know, growingly uh, surreal and uncertain and scary. So it's... Uh, it's definitely hard. Um, I'd say all along the way, you know, the health, the priority of our family has been really taking care of ourselves and remaining healthy, limiting our risk, but also being concerned for our parents. Um, and, and just, you know, as we continue to watch the news and listen to the media, it just feels like we're in this constant state of helplessness, um, which we really look forward to getting past. Now, would you say that the media has had a big influence on your thought process during these times? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think that uh, as COVID has um, gone through many waves of, of uh, you know, change and, and um, an impact, you know, being aware of what's going on via the media uh, definitely impacts what we do as a family, what risks we're willing to take if we need to take a risk, um, you know, understanding where there are, uh, you know, broader exposure um, or, you know, greater cases of, of COVID and, and how that might impact family and friends that live in different states or different parts of the world. Um, so, yeah, being in tune with what's going on throughout the world during COVID has definitely been critical and helped us be, you know, aware and, and more cautious for sure. It sure seems like things were tough on you and your family. Uh, since you love being outdoors and being social. Did, were there any positives for you that happened during this time? Uh, what activities did you do that kept you in a positive mental space? 
Yeah, Max, I mean, I would definitely say there have been some silver linings to COVID that were uh, certainly unexpected, but with some creativity and, and a challenge to keep saying, uh, we definitely have found some. I'd say we've really spent more time emphasizing and appreciating the value of family time together. Um, as a family, we've also slowed down our pace and we've been more relaxed because we've had more time to just be at home, be present, be in the moment. Um, and I'd say, you know, my family has also enjoyed that we've had a little bit more time to exercise as well as try new things like a little bit of meditation. We've biked together as a family. Uh, we've done some cooking experiments. We've uh, spent some time doing virtual family gatherings via Zoom, which is really unique, but uh, certainly interesting. So yeah, there's definitely been some silver linings. Well, we're nearing the end of our podcast. I've got a few final questions left. If you had been the leader of the United States during this pandemic, what would you have done differently uh, and what would you have done? Do you think that you would have been successful or would you have failed just like the United States has? Yeah, Max, you know, I think we had many opportunities to do better than we did um, from a leadership and, and uh, you know, federal level. Um, I definitely think that having federal level a federal level response and guidance um, and, and mandates versus at the state level really was critical and we, we failed to address that. Um, I think that, you know, having decisions made at a state level and allowing states to make their own rules essentially made uh, or gave too much room for interpretation and error and we saw the repercussions of that, unfortunately. I think that mask mandates uh, should have applied to, uh, you know, every state, every county um, across the U.S. and beyond. Um, I think no travel policies should have been stricter. And I think it really, we needed a better interpretation of what's essential and what must stay open because when states are left to make those decisions on their own, uh, people get tired, people get lazy of, of following the, the guidelines and that's when we see the surges happen. And lastly, we have seen that there have been many problems related to the COVID vaccine and pushing it out to the public. Do you think that there's any do you think that you could have changed the way we've done this to help more people get the vaccine and encourage or and inform them that it is safe? Yeah, you know, I think we unfortunately did a, a really poor job um, of what's really critical here, which is educate, educate, educate. You've got to educate people on uh, you know, the the uh the way in which they can uh be prioritized for a vaccine and, and how to get a vaccine. You know, it breaks my heart that I had an 80-year-old neighbor tell me several months after he was eligible for the vaccine that he just didn't know how to get one and he couldn't find a way to schedule an appointment. Um, we really could have done, I think, a much better and more consistent job of rolling out the vaccines as they became available. And uh, I think that we needed to have a better, a better federal plan for prioritizing vaccines versus allowing states to make those decisions again. Um, we really should have prioritized high-risk uh, individuals and educators and frontline essential workers first and foremost. And some states did that, but other states failed to do that. Uh, and, you know, finally, I don't think there's any reason why any mask mandates should have been lifted until a very high percentage of the population in any state, uh, you know, was, was vaccinated. Um, you just can't make these decisions, you know, in a vacuum and, and they shouldn't have been done at the state level. This really should have been led by uh, the federal level, in my opinion. Well, Deb, that about wraps up our time for today.
Thank you so much for joining us on the Reflection Podcast, and we would love to have you back sometime. That goes for all you guys hiding behind your screen. Please come back again next week for a new for a new episode of the Reflection Podcast, where we, where we will be bringing on Matt from the health insurance industry. Thank you.